0: Welcome to the 3v3 Podcast, your socially distanced hockey chat show. Here are your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick.
1: Welcome to this week's episode of Chirp Chat with Pat, Patrick, and Cassie. Uh, last week, we left you with this lovely question. What would your reply been to Brad Marchand's escrow, escrow tweet at the Carolina Hurricanes? For those that don't know. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> Setting the scene, uh, the local fish rap reporter asked forward um, Vincent Trochak if he considered himself similar to Brad Marchand. His reply, what, do you think I'm a rat? Marchand replied to that. That's like comparing a Prius to a Lamborghini. Canes beat the Bruins 7-1. Their social media team sends out a tweet, says... L is for Lamborghini, and Marchand replied with, you're the reason we pay 20% in escrow. And your follow-up would be dot, dot, dot.
0: You're the reason everyone has to worry about hugging on the ice.
2: Have you landed that mouthwash sponsorship to cover your escrow payments yet?
1: Oh, Oh. (laughs) Oh, thank you for bringing the
0: goods. (laughs) Oh, now that you said that, I would have added Listerine. I would have said, at Listerine, come get your boy. (laughs) (laughs) He he apparently needs money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, snap, Cassie.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Does this mean we could do like a Marchand PK Subban Apple versus PC commercial?
0: Oh. oh, oh, oh. You know, Marchand had to do Toms of Maine, right? Because, you know, the whole New England thing. So it'd be PK's Listerine versus Tom Toms of Maine. Mouthwash. Yeah. <laughs> Toothpaste.
2: The whole nine yards. Plus. <laughs>
0: Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins likes to keep his breath kissably fresh.
2: Lickably fresh.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, that would have been so good. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, that, you know what? That's it. That's the show, folks. Thanks for coming.
1: Yeah, really.
2: Oh, I mean, I knew it was. I knew it was a little. I, I knew it was going to be better i didn't think it was gonna be good but um maybe i
1: should oh no it's good it's
2: good <laughs> maybe i should have let pat go before i gave
1: that one out <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i'm gonna ruin the bed here if i go but essentially what i would have said is wow the number 20. good thing you played in the queue or else you wouldn't have been unable to count that high oh And that's a stretch for some hockey folks, because there's too much thinking involved. The Listerine one is just chef's kiss.
0: You know what? I'm happy to take third on that podium. I really am. (laughs) I am. I have never been so happy to take third on a podium in my entire life. The third out of three race. I'm good for it. I'm down. I'm here. I didn't have anything uh, this week other than I would like to continue to laud my my uh, my new hockey son, Quentin Byfield.
1: Oh, did he do something this week?
0: Um, he played his first game in forever, it seems. And yes, he uh, he scored a goal that he will be able to tell his children and his grandchildren about his first NHL goal, and it won't be misremembered. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, I totally walked in over the blue line and ripped a wrist shot over the goalie's glove, you know. Just from above the circle. Just blew it by him. And it won't be a lie. And there were a couple of times in his first game back when I was watching, because I'm fanboying. I need to find something good in hockey, and Quentin's going to be my good right now. Nothing wrong with that. There were a couple of times in his first game, he got up to, he was scooting on the ice. And he had a little jersey flap going, and I just sat there looking at him, going, "God damn, that profile and the way he skates reminded me of Mike Medano. When Medano got up to speed, that jersey'd start going in the wind behind him. Mm-hmm. But it did, you know. He wasn't hunched over. He, you know, he had good power and strength, and, and he just, boy. And then I just continued to come back to, he's only 19.
2: Flashbacks, flashbacks, flashbacks to Steven Stamkos.
0: (laughs) I know he's only 19. It seems, you know, it seems like forever since that draft. Yeah,
2: I kept thinking. It's like, hasn't he? Wait, I saw your he's only 19 tweet. And I was like, Quentin Byfield, hasn't he been around for like 15 years now? I I mean, I swear to God, I've heard the name like repeatedly for years and years and years.
0: He's only, you know that 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 was the first COVID draft, and it it was you know that second season, his first his first pro season, because there was no major junior hockey to speak of. He got mm-hmm. to play in the A. Mm-hmm. So he was down with the Ontario Reign, and that whole line with him and Akeel Thomas and and Boku Amama, um You know, he was doing stuff down in the A at at 17 and a half, (laughs) 18 barely, you know. Oh, that that kid is just going to be an absolute monster. That big frame that can move like that. Ooh, howdy. Oh, boy, howdy. And soon yes. he'll
1: get more than like 12 minutes a night too. That's a yeah, the real scary part for this season alone.
0: They had him out on the PK a couple of times, um, taking taking defensive zone faceoff draws, and they sneak him out every once in a while on the power play, you know. But yeah, the you know the the minute he starts sneaking up a little bit in time, ooh, it's gonna be fun. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea, Mr. and Mrs. Canada and all the boats in the ocean, eh? Um, (laughs) I ordered my King's Retro Byfield sweater. The Adidas one, not the Fanatics, because I didn't want it to come, you know, with somebody else's nameplate on there and a font from a different team. So I ordered it direct from Adidas. The first hockey player sweater I've bought in five years, maybe four years, I think four years. And yes, I'm an ancient man, and I don't give two rats' patooties if I walk around in a hockey sweater with gray hair and a gray beard. I don't care. I'm not impacting your life by the way I dress. Get the hell out of my face. Just because I've decided to continue to have fun in my late (laughs) movies doesn't mean (laughs) you can stifle it.
2: Kill joys.
1: So why is all the fun in Southern California these days?
0: Because nobody expected any of them to be any good.
2: No one takes takes themselves too terribly seriously. That's why.
0: And they don't have to answer to 199 hockey men. There's one down there, but we'll deal with that later. It, it just... It just get to go have... That's what happens when you let people play. You know, it's not just the way Zegers did the, the Svechnikov. Because Svech did it at speed two, kids. Let's not, you know... That's not the second history. The, the second time. Yeah, the first one was beautiful in his setup, but the second one he did on the fly. So, you know, let's not praise Ziegris too much. You know, nobody remembers that Dylan wrote all along the Watchtower. Everyone remembers Hendrix did. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone thought Hendrix did. I mean, um, the thing that I liked about Ziegris is, is he had that sucker close into his feet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He kind of, he kind of did that Austin Matthews toe drag type thing where he really pulled it into his feet so i'll give him props on that
1: and one of the best things about that goal that no one's talking about is it continues a tradition this goal has now been scored four times in the nhl all four times have been against canadian teams Oh, <clears throat> <clears throat> oh. Should we start canadian against calgary is
2: that what we're doing
1: a little bit, because they're winning a <laughs> soccer game, and so they won't be paying attention. Oh, so, uh,
2: well, whatever.
0: God, that's <laughs> right. Spatched it against Calgary and then Winnipeg. Winnipeg.
1: Philip Forsberg did it against uh, Mike Smith in Edmonton. Here against the shell of the Canadians, Perzegris.
0: You mean the Laval yeah. Rocket? <laughs> Maybe.
1: Depends who was in goal. I think it was Montembeau.
0: So, yes, yeah. Rocket. Yeah, I, 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 I succinctly remember it was Montempo because I remember his post-game quote of, that's really not the way I wanted to show up on SportsCenter.
1: <laughs> and you know what points to him for that that reply?
0: There's no point yeah. in just using a grenade after it's gone off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no. You know? Backtracking just makes you look dumb.
1: No, you know. Yeah, I Get a little chuckle out of some people, and yeah, you'll be remembered for something. Or... It, it,
0: you you think you know when they when they say those dunks that someone got posterized in the in the NBA? Well, yeah, but how many times does anybody remember who was on the receiving end of the dunk? Right. You know who was getting posterized. It's always you know you what remember the dunker Jordan. rather than yeah. the dunkie <laughs> You know. You buy the poster of Jordan. You know not Ewing who got posterized by Jordan on a dunk. well actually people would buy that because ewing is one of their favorites but or ewing was hated too but yeah anyway you know what i mean
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and it all goes back around where we need you need to hate someone in this game that's actually on the ice
0: sometimes you need an antagonist and a protagonist you need archetypes. You need your story archetypes to drive interest
2: for drama. You need yes. the drama
0: for conflict, for resolution. You need it for all of it for crying out loud, people. So I will continue to state that I am one hundred percent behind Brad Marchand's heel promo. Excuse me, heel promo tour through the NHL.
1: And he continued this week. At least it felt like this week, with the uh, Arizona news. hmm
0: And before we go down that path, I have one question based on everything. Does this mean that EA Sports is going to have to model the ASU rink for NHL
1: 23? In theory, yes. Ooh, that's
0: interesting. And the next question is, is what are they going to do about the center ice, both in real world and in the model?
2: Oh, it'll be ASU's... uh...
0: Well, so this is where it starts to get into the sticky wickets, you know, because everybody's been... And I'm sorry, I'm kind of just jumping into the topic already. Um, The whole rigmarole with the NCAA rules about advertising and promotion and money and coming in from professional sports franchises, that kind of stuff. You know?
2: Well, if, if the NCAA gets a cut, then they'll look the other way because that's just how they work. I mean, you know, why would USC exist as it does for so long? <laughs> it's like every 10 years, USC gets, like, gets investigated by, by the NCAA because they broke rules or whatever, like athletics and, and <laughs> University for Spoiled Children. Um <clears throat> But uh, and then you know they ignore, they go back to what they're doing. The NCAA ignores what they're doing, and then it goes all back around again.
0: Well, I was going to say, are they are they investigating USC for the film school because you can't tell me that studios and production companies aren't kicking money into the school into those programs.
2: No, NCAA only covers sports. So everything else, that's that's, well, that's... another kettle of
0: fish. God. Duh, Patrick. National Collegiate Athletic Association. Since when is filmmaking athletics? Good point, Cassie.
2: Could be. Could be. I mean, yeah, marching band is technically a sport.
0: Those damn cameras, they used to weigh a lot, but, you know, they've gotten so small. Yeah. God, I wasn't even thinking about that. Obviously. Hi, goody. My name is Patrick. It's like as long as as they're getting
2: money, no one cares.
0: Yeah, as long as the teams, as long as the Athletics Association can control all the monies, all the billions upon billions of dollars that people shove into the system to buy University of Washington logoed gear when they have never even been to the University of Washington. But at least it's purple.
1: Purple
2: and gold. I want a jersey. I want a hockey jersey. I want one of their... School, club, team, hockey, jerseys, but I can't seem to find one. Of course, I want one for my own school, too, Western Washington University, but they're not terribly cooperative when I ask about that.
0: Hmm. University of Maryland was terribly cooperative with me.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean.
0: Even though they're still a club team, but.
2: I mean, they're both, they're both club teams, Washington yeah. and Western Washington, but. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I can't seem to get a jersey out of anybody. It's making me sad. I try every so often for probably the last 15 years.
0: (laughs) Did you want to talk about Arizona some more, Pat?
1: (laughs) With the broad mesh
0: on tweet? Because I I felt it was apropos given Royal Rumble was coming up.
1: It, it worked. It wasn't his best work, but sometimes you just play – sometimes you play the hits, and sometimes you just got to put something out there to get it out of your mind. So, so throwing out, you know, 4,500 uh, comps to fill a 5,000-seat building, eh. I mean, that's like Canadian press-level chirping, so.
2: Yeah, mm, kind of lame. <laughs>
1: So what I'm hoping happens is, all right, give him a few days to recharge. And then All-Star Weekend comes up, and I want him to chirp every single person who's in Vegas for this event. God, they need to mic him. <laughs>
2: they need him interviewing people with, with a uh, microphone walking around talking to people.
0: They need to mic him. So badly.
1: Like, he needs to be doing a Manning cast from home or from whatever island he ends up going to.
0: <laughs> he needs to Cause... be there, and they need to mic him up.
1: <laughs> like, he just needs to be in the stands. He doesn't need to be with the other broadcasters. Like, give him a suite.
2: No, give, make, put him behind but... the scenes. Yeah, they give him a full, full behind-the-scenes pass to just wander around and like needle yeah. people at, at his leisure, and what? then and then put him in a pro, uh, in a uh, box seat
0: next to Gary. You, you remember when they tried to put Jeremy Roenick in the man in the street type stuff constantly?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do I?
0: <sighs> like he'd be in the stands and stuff. Let Marsh do it. Let it be a side stream. Let him swear.
1: Fred. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say it's gonna have it have to be R rated.
1: <laughs> Fred, If you are listening, treat the production people around you with dignity and respect. And I will leave it at that.
2: Do what you need to with your fellow hockey players, but treat the. Don't
1: be jammed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. God, that guy.
1: My one and only interaction with the man, and uh, uh... yeah. So you know it'd be great if he flipped a a few dollars towards the Arizona Arena situation?
0: If he started a GoFundMe. Yeah. (laughs) would <laughs> that be funny. an indigo indigo go <laughs> a kickstarter <laughs> all three yeah might as well start all three Let's
2: see where it goes
0: i just you know our 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 competitor the steve dingle stove dingle as people call him on the twitch stream um we have
2: competitors, <laughs>
0: yeah. We do. I know, you know. Well, you know, it's a small podcast, they cover Toronto only, so there aren't many people listening. Um, I,
1: see it. I mean, they haven't decided to expand their network into the states. I mean, we could help them out a little, <laughs> except for the whole being on camera thing. We'd have to,
0: we'd have know. to, we'd have to take a step down in our production values and everything.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. well, <laughs> I can't say any of that with a straight face. Um, <laughs> He,
2: but would they appeal to an American audience? That's really the and, question. <laughs> you know,
0: they're they're really so regionalized. You know, I can't imagine they get any worldwide coverage. Um, he had. I, I I sometimes love when he goes off. They're not a team. Was his rant. You don't have a place to play. You're not a team. Stop pretending to be a professional hockey organization. You don't even have an arena to play in. The one arena in the area that you could play in doesn't want you anymore.
1: (laughs) You do have a fan base, but they have nowhere to sit.
0: Those poor fricking people. I mean, I know everyone digs on them because they don't draw much. Well, that's not the fans fault.
2: Well, I mean, you know, it's like if if you're if you're a fan of a team that for the past 15 years has been threatening to leave the area and hasn't made playoffs in God knows how long
0: continues you... to min bar every aspect of your franchise.
2: Right. It's like, why would you bother try, emotionally committing to a team that does that? It's like, yeah, of course they don't have fans. But on the other hand, there are hockey fans because Arizona State wouldn't have a NCAA Division I team now, would they?
0: With a shiny new stadium, with a shiny new 5,000-seat capacity arena that will almost guarantee you is sold out every game.
2: Yeah. Now, that's so clearly there are hockey fans in Arizona. Otherwise, Arizona State wouldn't have that. But they're not going to Coyotes games because everyone's expecting them to leave on the next boat out. you
0: know? I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah, why am why am I going to invest my not just money, but my my
2: time and effort and, and energy emotion. and emotion? Yeah, yeah. It's like why I, why would you bother?
0: You know, and it breaks my heart for as I'm sitting here looking at a picture of Philip J. Kessel. It's just like my poor poor. Hot dog hating hot dog lover.
1: <laughs> now I do have a bit of a resolution. Something that could probably save the Arizona market. Now other things happened on his current team this week that and that's neither here nor there. But maybe the solution to getting Philip J. Kessel and one Connor McRobot together maybe going the other way. What if, what if we did a little franchise swap with the contention that uh, Phil Kessel stays in Arizona?
0: The Arizona Oilers and the Edmonton Coyotes?
1: Yeah. Let's put Canadian patronage to the test.
2: Now we've already done that with Winnipeg and uh, Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta oh, that that whole thing just hurt so much all the way around because like all of those Winnipeg, Winnipeg fans were like oh well we'll just bring that that struggling team to Canada and everything will be perfect and they'll be successful because we're Canadian and it's like uh yeah you go ahead and try that and three years later they're all like oh god we had the we got the uh, Atlanta Thrashers didn't we? It's like, well, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they became mediocre. They peaked a little, and now they gotta work their way back up. Yeah. What they don't have is the Edmonton Press or Glendale City Council meetings. So, what in that respect, Winnipeg eh, not looking so bad.
0: What they, what also they have, and is really the fundamental. Po- the 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 complete foundation of that franchise is an owner who has more money than knows what to do with and doesn't mind spending it on his team.
2: Uh, but you know what? You know what? Winnipeg doesn't have, apparently, they don't have a team identity
0: uh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll throw money at it and fix it. When you've got people, uh, you know, the the core problem in Arizona has just been god awful ownership. Mm-hmm. God awful ownership. And if you want a an, an an analogous situation, Carolina. You guys in Carolina had some pretty awful ownership for a long time, and look what happened. You. And I say you in the royal sense. You know, there was at least an arena, but hardly any money was put into the team. Hardly any money was spent on anything. They you know, they min barred pretty much as much as they could. And, yeah, they suffered. Well, the fan base suffered. And look what happens now. Granted, Dundon isn't, you know, opening his wallet up and letting everything fly out, but, I'll give him credit. He's spending where it need, he's spending where he feels it needs to be spent, mm-hmm. and you see it on the ice. And Arizona has never done that outside of the first couple of years when they moved there from Winnipeg. They've never done that,
1: and, and it's not. There is some easy solutions to it. They have a bunch of leverage that they could use to the – oh, I'm sorry. I'm about to talk about the Seattle expansion draft. Excuse me. Oh, that's not going to work. Um, <laughs> cap space, leverage. They can make a bunch of trades. I feel like we've done this episode before. We have, but I think I think there- – There is a formula for them to
0: do something. There is. But looking at the situation, sorry Pat, I'm looking at the situation, situation, and I think part of the problem might be those contracts that they would take in leverage. There's still too much cash out on them, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The AAVs might be, you know, what they the, the AAVs might be something they can eat, but some of those contracts still have a lot of money. Like in, in salary bonuses paid on them and it just doesn't seem like they have the interest in paying anybody
1: <sighs> like for all that we can criticize him about at least Eugene Melnick showed a bit of a Here's a direction, and here's a plan I'm going to let these other people implement. And now they're slowly having to spend real money, not just cap space. What we're seeing in Arizona is still the opposite, where everyone's wondering, why would you flip Chikrin? Well, they're not going to be good enough in his prime. Get as much as you can for him now. Slash, oh, he has term, and we got to pay for that. Mm -hmm. we got to account for that on the books for multiple seasons, whereas I'll take the upfront hit on a one-year deal that is expiring, and I'll I'll figure out the rest later. Because I'm only interested in this team because of the gambling properties I can make by running a sports franchise in the state of Arizona that's neither here nor there.
0: (laughs) It's like owning the slot machine place next to Caesars, you know. You're 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 basically in the size of a little dry cleaning establishment next to Caesar's Palace running a running a four-lane slot machine parlor <laughs> trying to compete with Caesars because you don't want you don't have the capital reserves to go build yourself a bigger place in a different area.
1: Yeah. yeah. But when you bring ASU back into the equation, uh, do you know who's helping build their new facility at
0: the moment? Would it happen to be one of the wiki groups? Oakview? No,
1: yeah, it might be.
0: It might be. Would you fancy right. that? The reason I say that, the reason I'm taking a guess at that, is is because they're also behind schedule and won't open for the regular season. But I'm boom. Yeah, I'd heard. I'd heard that they were involved in the construction of that. And for the record, I drove by the Kraken Ice Plex a few days ago. And there's still so much stuff around that place that needs to be fixed and completed. (laughs) As long as it's not too much stuff inside the building. Um, I did not get a chance to go into the facility. It was closed for um, some reason that day or at that time. I don't know what it was. Um, and I wished I would have looked before I drove down there or over there but anyway um, outside it looks beautiful I can tell you exactly where the players park their cars and I'm sure they probably don't appreciate that Um, but uh, there's still so much stuff around around that facility that needs to be fixed
2: I mean they were only just trying to get the get the players like the team stuff done before the oh, yeah. season started. So I mean yeah, I'm not surprised by yeah. that
0: at all. They they wanted the they wanted the main sheet done in the offices and the locker room and the training center, you know, and all the all the office stuff for them.
1: You know what that it makes sense. They, as it seems to be the case with that organization get the stuff that we have to do out of the way first and then we'll take a slow and steady approach on everything else where the destination ends up being well that's anybody's guess so here's a funny story uh-oh i'm i'm currently staring at live webcams of the ASU multipurpose arena and all the talk we heard this week about how things would have to change, seating capacities might need to be altered to compensate NHL-level renovations for whatever stuff that they need. CBA requirements. Can- mm-hmm. Camera angles, office official stuff. It's it's more a locker room. You just add a long hallway. <laughs> um, most of the, the concrete, most of the concrete is in for their seating, and
0: mirrors. Don't forget the mirrors.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry,
2: right? One-way yeah.
1: mirrors. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah. The, uh, why not? Why not change things where they're going? With the concrete in, is yeah. that what you're going to? Yeah. Oh no, the concrete's in for the seating.
2: <laughs> they can add more concrete though, make more
1: seats. <laughs> they could. And all of this is with that caveat that the only way the Coyotes franchise would make this agreement, which it sounds like they have ready in principle, is if they can get their other arena deal done. Yeah,
0: but even still, the the thing that's always puzzled me about that whole thing is if there's a requirement to invest, you know, Rumors and, and insights have said 20 to $30 million in facility improvements. What, uh, that's literally 20 to $30 million of wasted money because you can't give it to ASU once you're done. Correct. And they ASU can't use it. Correct. And... I don't know what the rules are, but what is the other purpose of that facility? It can't hold concerts. You can't have other professional sports in there.
2: Graduations? <laughs>
0: uh, I, I think they would prefer to use something a little bigger. <laughs> No, only, for, only
2: for only well, for summer. Only for summer.
0: Departmental <laughs> ceremonies. Okay.
1: Some yeah, of the, larger that... departments.
0: the home act department, you know, could probably use it.
2: <laughs> well, everything right. outside of business, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> Everyone but... except the business depart or business uh, school.
0: That's literally money they're just throwing away. Mm-hmm. And, and they have, they have to, to they
1: have to throw quote unquote more money away potentially for
0: practice facilities. Because they can't practice there. In theory. I mean that
2: not on game days, not on NHL game days.
1: ASU couldn't. But any relationship where a university is the primary tenant. The uh, the athletic director is going to make sure they get you know
0: the prominent dates. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you think when is most what are most NCAA games played? They're weekend, tournaments. Friday, right? Saturday,
1: Sunday, Sunday,
0: yeah. And are you going to do? I mean, who gets Friday? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I can see because there are a couple of buildings. You know, I'm thinking like something like San Jose where they've done AHL games followed by NHL games or vice versa. Double headers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's feasible. But the logistics behind even doing that, you know, how many hours do you have to give yourself for the NCAA stuff to clear out? And, you know, basically they have to, like, sterilize the arena before the pros can come in and do anything because, you know, the NCAA is... An idiot convention, but they love their little rules.
2: And they actually enforce some of those rules, unlike the some NHL. Of them.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> some
2: That's, yeah, some.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I.
2: Uh... Well, see, the thing is, is that if, if in the event that they allow Phoenix to move. They won't allow Phoenix, or Phoenix, sorry, Arizona. They haven't been Phoenix for a while. Um, If they allow Arizona to move, they won't, they likely won't let them move to Quebec City because that would mean realignment, right?
0: Well, uh, unless they said it was a temporary thing and then, boy, howdy, you want to talk about (laughs) You know, <laughs> A really and, ugly
2: travel schedule.
0: <laughs> well, that and being teases, right? You're not getting right. an NHL franchise, but we're going to let one play here until their building's completed on the other side of the con- on the other side of the continent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. But you guys go ahead and cheer them on, and you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll draw just as many people as as Arizona has in Phoenix.
0: Yeah. But and, uh,
2: well, except when Montreal is playing, of course.
0: It's the, ul- so, it's the ultimate drug dealer, right? You know, we're going to give you a little taste and we're going to hold out on you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and we'll take it away from you. Then you'll, then you'll always be in our back pocket. Mm-hmm. No, no, we still love you. I can't keep you in either right now, baby. I'm out, you know. <laughs> but I still love you.
1: <laughs> hmm So here's an interesting thought I had. this whole temporary scenario, can't get the arena built situation doesn't work. Could you see a case where, the answer is probably no, but let's live in the land of make believe. Could you see a case where City of Tempe rejects current Coyotes ownership deal to build a building? Coyotes are forced to sell to the league. Old U Group steps yeah. in and takes over the arena bid. Essentially do exactly what the coyotes said. Says, hey, we'll build the building. And we'll even help you find an owner. Is that is that the only feasible way that hockey survive or NHL hockey survives in the desert. A third party comes in and builds the building. I,
0: I don't think it's the, I don't think it's who is building it. That's been an issue. Unless, you know, well, maybe, I mean, I guess maybe if Oakview came in and kind of did what they did with Seattle and basically said, you know, money 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 we don't want hardly anything from you except for a few things you know it becomes more of a private owner maybe
2: so basically a third party builds the arena leases it out to the coyotes is that essentially
1: what you're trying to say
0: (sighs) kind of but the nhl hates that model right now they but, well, because
1: yeah. it's no longer as beneficial as it used to be, where as long as you could manage the arena, you could make money, no matter what market you were in. That's not quite the case anymore. But we're also in a world where singular owner, a person, that world has gone too. So you're going to have these entities formed up, and usually it's through various business transactions. Just look at the new Penguins owners. It wasn't the Boston Red Sox that bought them. No, it's the collaboration that owns the Boston Red Sox and a ton of other stuff. And Oakview Group seems to be planting some of the seeds of creating giant corporations like that. For better or for worse.
0: So yeah, I don't so know long, so long as they don't turn all the NHL teams into like Clearview radio stations, I think I'd be OK.
1: <laughs> well, hey, good luck. I,
0: I, <laughs> I can't
1: comment on that one.
0: Um, I don't know. It's just they're not a team. I, you know, fundamentally he was right they're not a team they're
2: so speaking of teams that are not teams Montreal uh, maybe but I was actually going with Buffalo (laughs) Buffalo and their goaltending situation (laughs) Or they had they were out their number six goalie on the depth chart was even out
1: <laughs> and then uh, he cleared waivers man.
0: and the one guy they did have decided to take a run out of forward get suspended they waived him and he cleared
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it's just oh that's what we call excrement entertainment you can replace the two words what they're there and it's called a yeah I they're talk about a fan base that feels sorry for more than anything those people are awesome they are lunatics and they are awesome but holy hell are they getting just pummeled by incompetence You know, not even Owen Power is going to save that franchise. <laughs> Watch him get a herniated disc in his neck, and we'll go through this whole thing again.
2: Oh, God. <sighs> yeah. oh, with, yeah.
1: this, with the state of Montreal and Philadelphia and a few other teams that let's be honest, are more likely to win the draft lottery than the Sabres. I mean, Seattle, (laughs) they'll be up there.
2: Oh yeah. I saw a tweet earlier today with, uh, saying that Ron Francis is looking for offers (laughs) on everybody. Basically on the team.
0: Get you as many lottery tickets as you can, Ron. Yeah, because you know what? He actually
1: does well in these situations. He really does. But then what happens after that? You make good deals, you get good players, and then He's what happens? You saddling. haven't proven that yet.
0: You're saddling with Dave Haxtell.
2: Yes, and then you have a coach. <laughs> and then there's
0: the coach. <laughs> and then there's Haxtell.
2: Mm -hmm. When's the trade deadline this year?
0: March something or other, like mid- 21st.
2: Oh, right. It was like way late this year, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. Yeah, because they had the Olympic break. Oh, wait, what? I'm I'm being handed a piece of paper here. Yeah, the NHL is not going to the Olympics. Well, the date was already set, so. God, I want more. It's all-star weekend. (laughs)
2: You were saying, Pat?
1: Oh, if we're ready to pull the chute, I think I may be able to bring us in for a smooth landing.
0: Oh, please do, because...
2: By all means.
0: The only other thing that at least has me moderately excited to watch hockey games is Jack Eichel will be back soon. Oh, yes. And 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 you know
1: what? Jack, let me just say, don't push it. Playing against the Sabres, it's not worth it. Just take your time. Wait an extra week or two.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to see Bambi on ice again. (laughs) (laughs) He does. He skates like a deer on ice skates. Just like, whoa. Oh, pull a shoe, Pat.
1: All right. Here we go. So there is a bit of a break coming up for some teams. Thanks to some silly event happening in Las Vegas. You may have heard about it. Brad, call us. We can tell you what you need to know. Create your own All-Star Weekend event with this caveat. You can bring in any player to do any event from any point in hockey history to do the event. doesn't have to be NHL players.
0: This has been the 3B3 Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at 3B3 Podcast. We're available for NHL consulting at reasonable fees.